God bless you. Thanks for tuning in once again. People often ask, what is the best Bible to use? So I figured I'd put together a talk on the matter. You know, finding a Bible to fit your needs can be difficult because there are so many options and translations to choose from. Some people prefer to use the King James, while others like the Thompson Chain or the NIV Bible. Some like to study from the Application Bible, while others use the English Standard Version. Which Bible is best for me sounds like a simple question, but the answer can be quite complex, and it could include uh, discussions about who wrote the Bible, the first English translations, and the various approaches to translating. My focus in today's talk, however, is much more condensed, and it seeks to first distinguish translations from publishers' formats. Publishers will often include textual insights and study notes, which help market the Bible to a particular audience. While this information is very helpful and useful, it is actually not part of the translation. The Bible was originally written in Hebrew and Greek, and the translators seek to transfer information from one language, often referred to as the source language, to another language, which we will refer to as the receptor language. Translation ventures far beyond just finding matching words in a different language. Instead, the purpose of translation is to match the meaning of a text as closely as, closely as possible to the source language. This is a challenging undertaking because there are various ways of saying something. Two of the most important details to consider when translating are, number one, preserving the form, and secondly, preserving the meaning. Therefore, translators work to preserve the form and the meaning of a passage, yet complexities arise when this is not always possible. As a result, there are two main approaches that have emerged concerning translation. We have the formal approach, which tends to be more literal or word for word. And then we have the functional or the idiomatic approach, which tends to be more informal and refers to thought for thought. Formal translations try to stay as close as possible to the structure and the words of the source language, where more informal translations seek to convey the thought of the text. Some examples uh, of a word-for-word -word translation would be uh, the Common King James Bible or the New King James, uh, the English Standard Version Bible or the American Standard Version Bible. And some of the thought-for-thought -thought translations that are very popular would be the New International Version, uh, the New International uh, Revised or the New Living Translation or um, even the uh, New Revised Standard Version. But there's also a third category that I would like to talk about briefly. And this is a different type of Bible that I often enjoy using as well, which is the paraphrase Bible. And a, an example of a paraphrase Bible would be uh, the Amplified Bible or the Living Bible. Now, these Bibles technically are not translations because they are restatements of certain English translations. The Amplified gives the reader 
uh, a view of the many meanings or the amplifications of a, a particular text. The Living Bible was a Bible that was put together by uh, Kenneth Taylor in the 70s, and he initially uh, undertook this uh, task because he wanted to help his children understand the scriptures when they were doing family devotionals. Many of us are familiar with the Living Bible because it was a Bible that was popularized in one point by uh, Billy Graham and many others in uh, evangelical uh, circles. And the Living Bible is a paraphrased Bible that is based off of the 1901 American Standard Version. There's one caution that I would like, or one factor I would like to point out when reading paraphrased Bibles, in my opinion, is that paraphrased Bibles tend to do more interpreting than just citing the scriptures. And so I liken paraphrased Bibles more to a commentary than a translation itself. And I want to talk about real quickly one other category, one other popular Bible, which is the Message Bible. And I love the Message Bible and many of our millennial generation, they have connected with the Message Bible and just how relevant and practical its message is and the wordings are. And the Message Bible was put together by Eugene Patterson. And I, I consider the Message Bible a little different category because it was translated by a single individual versus a committee like many of the other translations. But it is a Bible that was taken from the Greek and Hebrew language. And so my suggestion to you, here's what I would like us to consider concerning Scripture. First of all, I want us to recognize that Scripture is God's recorded message of love and grace to all of humanity. Scripture provides comfort during difficulties, instructions for successful livings, and answers to life's most provocative questions. Scripture provides wisdom for all ages. So my recommendation would be to you to use a translation that is easiest for you to understand while exploring other translations over time. Now, there are many online tools and there are many apps today that we can use to our advantage that help us do side by side comparisons or help us to analyze text. And so I encourage you to use those tools at your disposal as well. And I have found that using multiple translations when studying to be the most effective practice for myself. But I don't want you to become overwhelmed. Remember, Scripture, most of all, is to be understood, applied, and enjoyed. So take delight in studying Scripture. Happy hunting to you as you go throughout the Word, and may God provide something that will alter your life for all of eternity as you seek out His will through the Scriptures. Be blessed.